This week on the Bamcast. Who are you? Lou Lou? Lou Lou? To Lou, we're Boogaloo. All right, and welcome to the Bamcast. Hey, Bamcast. Bamcast. Episode 171. Hey. That's a lot of numbers. Man, it it's getting up there. So, I'm, old podcast. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm The Beach. And I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every wonderful episode of the Bamcast is we go ahead and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Yep. And then we come in here and we talk about it for the first half. And then they get ratings. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks. Those are robot jocks. Hooray! Hooray. Yes. And the bad, bad movies doesn't stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags as in douchebags after Twilight. <sighs> Gross. Groan. So, this uh, this suggestion has been a long time coming. Mm. And way we long. decided it's, it's the best way to kick off our Tulu Boogaloo. <laughs> yeah. That's Tulu Diamond Phillips movies back to back. And we kick it off with Route 666, which I won't even try to say who's recommended it because... It's been so many times and so long ago that yeah, yeah. I think it, it first came time. up after we reviewed Scarecrows for our first probably Halloween yeah. October month. It's been a special. long, long time because it's the coming. same director. Yes, as Scarecrows, and then we watched the Lou Diamond Phillips movie. And we're like, what about Route sixty six? Yep, yeah. As happens whenever so. anyone watches the Lou Diamond Phillips movie, right. right? So it is time. So very short plot summary, and then we can talk more about this movie. Okay. okay. FBI agents transporting a witness along an old highway encounter a chain gang killed years before. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. Rate Let's it. Move yep. on. Yeah. Second half. Oh. <laughs> so let's run down the cast. Uh huh. Yep. As always, uh, Lou Diamond Phillips. Sure. Jack LaRocca. Okay. Loose Cannon. FBI guy. guy. Well, not FBI even really. No, like, not no, even a marshal. No, he's a marshal. No. But he's he, not even he's just on a loan to the marshals. Yes. He is the government. Yes. From the state. The marshals are on loan to him. Yeah. He's, he's on loan to the marshals from the State Department. And what his official title is, is badass. But I don't as know. always in these, yeah, he's ex Navy SEAL and mm-hmm. other nebulous mm-hmm. Army slash Marine slash Navy affiliations. Things. Yeah. Yeah. He's had training. Whenever you need a guy to have training, you just say, well, he was a Navy SEAL. Because, you know, right. yeah. any badass Navy in any movie seals. was yeah. once a Navy SEAL. Yeah, but it's horseshit that he's yeah. a Navy SEAL because he can't fire a gun without blinking. Yep. So, after that, you got Lori Petty, hmm. who's like his sidekick. It never, was never clear I, what she is. Yeah, it was never quite clear whether she was working with him or if she was one of the marshals who was just a big fan or what the deal was. <laughs> Big fan. Because she's like hey. his biggest hype man throughout the movie. Yeah. Anytime yo, anyone yo, questions yo, yo, what yo, he's Lou. doing, she's like, no, Lou Diamond Phillips knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's, he's Lou Diamond Phillips. He's a golden god. And I'm saucy, yeah. so shut up. Yeah. Talks in that one tone the entire movie. Yeah. She she does the Lori Petty thing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Stephen Williams. Yeah. Plays Rabbit. Yeah. Who is the informant that they're sent to pick up. Mm-hmm. He was on 21 Jump Street, but yes. most people know him as Mr. X from the X-Files. Mm-hmm. He's Wait, a, wasn't he the chief in 21 Jump Street? Yes. Yeah. 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 That's a higher ranking position on a TV show than X-Files, I right? guess. Yeah. Just he say. wasn't on the X-Files that long. Yeah. He was on 21 Jump Street. Yeah, but the Jump X-Files was the more popular show. Sure. To the point where this movie makes an X-Files joke that he says. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's super that. jokey. Yeah. Like, I don't remember being jokey in either of those other characters, no, especially is. in X-Files. He's jokey as fuck. But yeah, fuck. he is Mr. Jokes. <laughs> Mr. He Jokes. He plays Mr. Jokes. Yes. Frank T. Jokes. <laughs> Captain Jokes. 
And then uh, LQ Jones is the sheriff. Yeah. Who? Old guy. You've seen him in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. I think he was in like the Wild Bunch, I want to say. Okay. Yeah. Old dude. Yep. He's, he's a that dude. And then the rest of the movie is just that dudes. And, ah, don't leave it, out Dale Midkiff. <laughs> what? Oh, Ooh, Dale Midkiff. PT? Yeah. What, the, what was Dale Midkiff? He looks familiar. That's why I said it's just full of that guy. He was on Time Tracks, the TV show. So it's full of that dudes. Yeah, <laughs> moving on. He was the star of Pet Cemetery. Oh, wow. Yeah. He was the dad. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, good Tasha job, Tasha Yar's Midkiff. husband? Hmm? Tasha Yar's husband? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. That was his, that's his big thing. All right. But he's, he works a lot. Well, on to the actual yeah. movie. There's one other that guy who shows up in the very first scene of the movie. Mm-hmm. And that's our old buddy, Dick Miller. Yay. Yes. He's playing the bartender. He mills dicks. Because, yeah, it, it just starts off with some funky credits, and then it's like, shitty dive bar on the side of Route 66. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Dick Miller's the bartender. Yeah. And Steve Williams is just kind of sitting at the sitting at the bar. Yep. Reading his Route 66 map book thing. Yeah. Tourist guide, guide but, yeah. to Route 666. Drinking a beer. Or 66, mm-hmm. I should yep. say. Um, and uh, Lou Diamond Phillips and Lori Petty stumble in, drunk as hell, loudly demanding drinks. Dick Miller's like, we don't have that. Fuck you. We don't have that. Yeah, they're like we martinis and fruity things and yeah. screaming like, orgasm. Well, she wants a screaming orgasm yeah. and Stephen I, Williams wants none of this. No, I think I declared that I wanted her removed from the movie about seven seconds into her screen time. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty I, sure. I think they put Lori Petty like on like a 50 cappuccino high and threw her out on that scene so that like the rest of the movie you'd be like, oh, she's not that bad. Because they've already given you like the hey, the worst. Yeah, we just <laughs> we just punched you in the face, and now we're going to be nice to you. Uh-huh. Maybe not nice to you, but we're not going to punch you in the face anymore. That's mm-hmm. kind of like the Lori Petty strategy for this movie. Sure, it works. I mean, because it works two ways. I mean, you either you either have have her be kind of. I mean, she's actually kind of subdued in like Point Break for her. Yes, for, for her. her. Yeah, and then like you know. And then there's Tank Girl, where she's just at 11 the entire movie. But it works because it's like, that's just... Because that movie's at to... 11. Yes. But, I mean, this is like, she comes in at 11 and then slowly backs down to about a 6 or 7 for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most of the movie. But I think you almost have to have her to balance out, you know, lose... <laughs> lose stony gaze. Stony, <laughs> stoned gaze. Yeah. Like, oh. yeah, but as we learn, this is all an act. Yep. Because Stephen Williams sad, goes to the bathroom... Which, by and, the way, is like one of those single-use bathrooms. Like yeah. it's those kind of things. Like you'd lock the door behind you because there's one urinal and one toilet and a sink, and it's like that's not really cool for sharing. Yeah, <laughs> no. there's no partition. No, no. But why didn't yeah, he lock the door? I I don't know. Maybe, maybe there was no lock. Maybe he there thought was no it was lock. understood that motherfuckers aren't just going to walk into the bathroom. Right. You never know when a motherfucker's just going to not see you having gone into the bathroom. Maybe it was like the Mile High Club. He was like, hey, maybe if I leave the door unlocked. Yeah, maybe Lori Petty will come in here stumble in and take and care yeah, of me. Yeah, fall into she's my dick. pretty drunk. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's not <laughs> what happens, though. No. 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 Lou Diamond Phillips falls onto his dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, he walks in and is like yeah. washing his hands. He's like, I need to sober up and... Just talking to himself, and then I, I do oh. like the move that he does. Though. <laughs> oh, it's a pretty good move. Yeah, I would probably fills, do this. He fills his hand with soap, and then immediately just flings the soap in his eyes and punches him in the face, and then handcuffs him to the wall. Yeah, <laughs> and Steve Williams is like, "What the fuck is happening here?" And of course, is been told, "Hey, plot. We're marshals. 
yeah. bringing you in because you have to testify. <laughs> oh, God. This is a warranted. You have to testify against Benny the Buzzsaw Buffalino. Yeah, because alliteration mobsters are the best kind of mobsters there are. Yeah, Benny, straight out of the 30s. <laughs> Triple B. Hey, Benny the Buzzsaw <laughs> Buffalino. Yeah. From Buffalo. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Actually, no, that would be too obvious. No, no. He's from Boston. Boise. Yeah. Boston. Brunswick. Oh. Sure. Sure. New Brunswick. No. Oh. <laughs> Old ass dirty Boo Brunswick. Brunswick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You were right. From Brighton Beach. What? So yeah. What's going on? They they arrest him and it, he's basically he's like, No, I'm not testifying because you guys couldn't protect me and they're like, Well, you got no choice now and because we're here. Yeah, and then they basically look out the window and go and see the car speeding up, and they go, well, we can leave you to these guys. And then he's like, all right, I give up, in a way that's supposed to be comical, but it's just more like, whatever. It's just a lot of, hey, man, you can't protect me, and my, I you don't trust you well, guys. Yeah, he, goes because, because, he goes into Chris we, Tucker mode of it. We cannot yeah. stress like, how much, yeah, Stephen Williams does not stop talking. No, he had pages and pages of dialogue that he like, just has to cram into 45-second bursts. Mm-hmm. Because once they, because these guys pull up, and of course they're all wearing ski masks and bulletproof vests and mm-hmm. have AKs, and so they walk out, and then this is when the editing of the movie turns to crap. Yeah, this is when really just like, yeah, what the fuck are you doing? Because it just immediately goes shaky cam, but not. I don't think. I think you were right. I don't think it was shaky cam. I think it was just digital. It looked like digital shake. Yeah, was added, but it was also like dropping frames. Yeah, left. You know, like not consistently either. Mm-mm. Like change or changing the shutter speed or something. But it just it looked terrible. Like Chuck said during it, the movie, it, it looked, looked like, like yeah, they, it looked like they were shooting it from a mile away. And you just can't keep that shot steady when you're zoomed in that far. Mm-hmm. And so it's just shaking all over the place. But they started the shaking before anything happened. Yeah. So that doesn't really help the action when you just enter a scene and cut to shaky cam without anything happening. Mm-hmm. And even more egregious is that every once in a while there would be a, a shot where it's calm during the shootout. Yeah. So. I but it's, it's weird. I actually, of all the movies, for whatever reason, I blame Saving Private Ryan. It seems like that's the one that said, like, hey, movies, when you're doing chaotic action, this is what you should do is shake the camera. Well, it's I what mean, it's they should have done. No one else should have well, done it. Well, I'm just it. saying, like, that's, that seemed like that was the movie where that became the thing. And I'm not saying it's the first movie that ever had shaky cam during action, mm-hmm. though I think it was, like, uh, probably one of the first where it was, like, this is intentional. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. we're taking the camera off the tripod and filming this action. Right. And yeah, that's but just it like started for that because it was sure because it, it conveyed that is the disorientation yes. that you needed. Yeah, yeah. whereas but this does not need else. that. This no. was to mask that their action was not very good. Right, that these people are terrible at shooting guns, and mm. that they're shooting all of the guns, and nobody's hitting anybody. Well, sometimes they're shooting the guns. Sometimes they're just pointing it and shaking it, and there's a digital <laughs> flash and sure. and yeah. some noise added. And sometimes Lori Petty will just shoot in directions where there are no dudes. <laughs> I think she <laughs> shot the restaurant or the bar at one point. Yeah. Well, she was mad. Honestly, at the bar. I think she was as confused by the geography of the scene as yeah. we were yeah because there's only three dudes and for the most part those three dudes are in front of them at all times oh and plus they're wearing masks so that doesn't help the like who is they all look the same they're yeah. all wearing masks and like flak mm-hmm. vest things and right. it's like okay which one's which other mm-hmm. than the guns they were carrying because one guy had the big is it the spaz like the big shotgun yeah. thing like i mean it's just it's like a rack on the top yeah. of it yeah deal other than that you know it was like oh there's but that guy obviously he's the, the badass what this pretty much leads to is Lou somehow like sneaking her taking 
Stephen Williams and hiding behind a palm tree that's thick enough to hide the both of them and mm-hmm. is, you know, bulletproof. And Lou runs around, I guess, and then kind of tackles one guy, but basically lifts up his bulletproof vest and shoots him in the gut a bunch of times. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes that cool. guy out. Yeah. But this leads to him like having some kind of flashback vision of that's all black and white except for the blood and he can see suddenly like guys so they stole from both Schindler's List and Saving Private yeah. Ryan yeah. okay <laughs> but yeah he sees guys swinging picks at the ground and he sees a jackhammer and then he sees the blood and then like graves and just and then he sees Lori Petty screaming at him to get over there cause yeah and he does the huh shake it off face I don't know 27 times mm-hmm. like uh, yeah, am I that. seeing that huh am I seeing that hmm am I seeing that <laughs> he just keeps yeah. doing it and then finally yeah she she shrieks at him enough to break him out of it mm-hmm. and uh they 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 have another car approaching and they're like y- you guys yeah it's, block their, us it's their backup which yeah. are the guys who were originally watching Stephen williams before he got away right and so they act as a shield because suddenly their car is bulletproof mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and and they, but there's what four yahoo's other marshals in this yeah. suv thing yeah there's three guys and a girl and, and, a pizza the, place. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and an SUV. Right. Yeah. Or as Steve Williams calls him later, Helen Helen Keller and three, three blind, blind mice. mice. Yeah. Right. Because that's an awful joke. Sure. <laughs> yep. That's okay, though. But yeah, so they, I mean, they the, the one guy gets shot and then the other guy gets taken down. So there's one dude left who takes off his ski mask and he's mad. Yeah. Well, did, did you say, I mean, they take, they take Stephen Williams convertible and then the rest of them escape in the SUV. Yes. And then the one guy has his revealed like, Oh, I'm important. Even though I'm not going to speak a single line of dialogue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's he just looked intimidating. That's sure. Sven Oli Thorson, who is in a bunch of stuff. I mean, if you look yeah. at his filmography, holy shit, he's in a bunch of stuff. He is Sven and you are Oli. I mean, he was in Conan and the Barbarian and Lethal Weapon and Predator and, and like a whole bunch of stuff. He's usually just a dude who gets shot, but he's still in like every movie in the 80s and 90s where you're like, holy crap, you know. Okay. So yeah. he's a guy. He is a guy. Yes. He's just a guy who can look really mean. Sure. Which is his purpose to mm-hmm. just look at the camera in a very mean there way. With a gun. Asking Lou to love him. <laughs> asking, <laughs> asking Lou to get shot by asking him. Asking Lou to die. Yeah. So <laughs> they, uh, you know, this, this is kind of when they just, they take off down the road and they're, and uh, they're Lori Petty's in the car explaining who Lou Diamond Phillips is. Ugh, ad nauseum. And, yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and he was in the Marines, <laughs> and he's the president, and he's this guy, and, you know, he's Jesus. Yeah, and, and Lou is just sitting in the car with Stephen Williams, and Stephen Williams is still handcuffed, and they're doing the whole... They're having hey, witty repartee. Gonna, yeah, it's it's pretty much... This, this came out in 2001, mm-hmm. but it really feels like a 96, 97 type... Mm-hmm hey, let's do some Tarantino-type stuff. Yeah. This was the era of just everyone trying to do one of these things. Mm-hmm. And so this probably came on the heels of From Dust Till Dawn, where they were like, hey, let's throw a little horror element in there with the plucky dialogue, and that'll mm-hmm. be great. Yeah, but it's it's very much like the let's talk about nothing, but it's supposed to be clever, but 
we don't have the ear for it, so it's not working. Because, well, yeah, he, he does the whole thing, like, take the handcuffs off, I'm allergic to handcuffs, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, there's a point where they stop and Lori Petty gets in the car, and then they have this whole, like, why are you called rabbit dialogue? And mm. blah, blah, blah. That's funny. And then so, the, rabbit, why are you called rabbit? And then, yeah, the, yeah, and then the guys in the, the car were having this whole, like, very Tarantino ripoff thing, which we all called at the moment. It was like, you know, where they're talking about who's your favorite supermodel of all time? It's yeah. like, Silver Surfer and Chris. not a model. She's an actress who became a model. You know, it's yeah, like that it's, kind of yeah. level of just crap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, crap. That doesn't... It's it's filler, so at least it's not just watching their car drive away. Because it's not even filmed inside the car. It is like showing an exterior shot of the car driving along. Yeah, sure. While yeah. they are saying whatever this stuff is. It's not the rock and roll nightmare shots of cars driving <laughs> yes. for three, four minutes. <laughs> at least there's yeah, that. Yeah. It's better than the score, which is like somebody who's listening to Stevie Ray Vaughan. Mm-hmm. And, bit too much mm-hmm. but only knows one riff so they figure we're gonna play that riff <laughs> yeah every chance they yeah. actually did play a stevie ray Vaughan song at one point like it was on the radio because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know yeah tip of the hat to the to the, yeah, yeah. the to inspiration the the person who actually guys, this is works. what i was doing here yeah, yeah. really i wanted to sound like this yeah so they get to the point where they've reached a dead end and the road is blocked but it's route 666 yeah off which, of route 66 it's not on any of the new maps no. It's only yeah. in Stephen Williams's old book. Yeah, it's like 1963 tourist guidebook. Mm-hmm. Right. Because there's a the the road is condemned mm-hmm. because stuff. <laughs> yeah. And Yeah, this and is Stephen Williams is... somehow knows the entire story of like what is along the road sort and, of, yeah. and why it's closed. Yeah, he and... knows this little shack that's at the gateway to route 666 he's like yeah you're gonna go there and that's you know but you don't want to go there because it's condemned blah 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 yeah and, so they go and there was some anyway. kind of mining accident yeah. and they shut it all down yeah yeah it's condemned huh. no chain gang accident that's how they yeah. keep referring chain, to it we're like, chain we're like, what the hell? there was a deadly chain gang accident and i've they, never so they heard shut of the... anything described as a chain gang accident i know and it's like and so they shut the road down i'm like what? Why? <laughs> Who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> Out of respect for those criminals. Yeah. Meanwhile, like yeah. Meanwhile, the uh, the whole other group of marshals is just chattering away at like like they're doing the whole we don't trust you, Lou Diamond Phillips, because you're higher ranking than us. And yeah, da-da-da. who's this new guy? Yeah. And meanwhile, one of the cops is just decides, hey, I'm he came out of nowhere, way out of my league, and I'm just gonna. That probably felt like they they like written another movie and then they were like that's when they decided to like change it to supernatural because like he was never established he's just like somehow shows up behind them and is like hey you people I'm gonna pull you over and who are you yeah I mean, it was I mean, just he like pulls a gun on him well and- I mean he showed up at the gate first and like radioed it radioed no no, no, it. no he pulls them over before they get to the gate remember no 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 doesn't no, no, no he, does he drives up to the gate first and okay, calls okay. the oh, chief and is right. like yeah yeah okay he's like hey I think they went through the gate right and then he gets his and little chief says scene. no yeah it's like nah I don't follow don't him. follow them okay I'll follow them immediately he's like fuck yeah. you chief I'm doing it anyway because I'm gonna arrest those federal agents yeah yeah. And of course, Not, this leads Lou to just pull rank on him and yeah. be like, "Well, they're wearing fucking shirts that say U.S. Marshals on them." I yeah, mean, yeah. and they've all Jesus. got badges. Yeah, and he's like, "My badge says U.S. Marshal." <laughs> that means you get the fuck out of here. He's like, "Well, you guys are trespassing," and he's like, "Well, that's what he gets on the uh, what's what's your uh, your your sheriff's uh, phone number?" Yeah, he's like, "I'm not telling you." Yeah, yeah. He's like that's when he goes into like, oh, "I'm this blah blah blah." What's your sheriff's phone number? <laughs> <laughs> And, and the, the guy walks off. The guy's parting take as he walks away. He goes, 
Bashir's phone number is 911. Yeah. yeah. Just like this <laughs> well, sort of goes, like fake wipe sweat off his brow and fling it at him. But yeah, just sort but of. he goes 911, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is going to be my new parting shot for <laughs> yeah. everything. That's how I'm going to sign off everything. <laughs> I look forward to him. You're, you're at a bar, days, you're bar, at a bar talking to a girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, 911, hey, asshole. So yeah. see you later. <laughs> What's your number again? 911, asshole. Asshole. <laughs> It works. Yeah. It's called It'll always work. Oh, yeah. The ladies love it. Yeah. I'm going to wear a big stupid hat. Oh, good. Yeah. Good deal. I can't wait to see that. Yeah. (laughs) So, as they're driving down the road. Carry a big feather or something. Yeah. As they continue down this road. The condemned road. The condemned road. They come across a graveyard, which Lou decides he has to stop at, despite A, already running late, and B, like they're like, well, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., he has to be at the courthouse to testify. Yeah. No, no, I gotta check out this graveyard. Lou decides I have to check out this graveyard, mm-hmm. and so he starts wandering around back there. And Lori Petty follows him, and then uh, PK, the Dale Midkiff, Dale Midkiff goes down. You know, the, he goes up there with him. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the other ones, like they handcuff Stephen Williams to the side of the car because that becomes the running gag in the movie. Is what do they handcuff Stephen Williams to? Hey, man, take these cuffs off me because yeah. you know and they always take one off and then yeah. handcuff it something else. Yeah, they always fuck with him because it's like all right you're taking him oh no <laughs> yeah yeah that happens 72 times yeah so this leaves the other three agents who the guy and the girl who i don't even know if they ever got names yeah they they, they're like uh cares? we're gonna go back to the car it's really hot out here right yeah so they go back to the car and leave the one dude with him so mm-hmm. they decide they're gonna go in the car and have sex because they are apparently the worst marshals on the planet mm-hmm and uh you know, sometimes you just got to do yeah. it in a beat the heat truck yeah. in the desert. Yeah. Beat the heat. <laughs> well, it happened in guns, didn't it? At least it's better than being on a motorcycle in the middle of the desert. There you go. Um, yeah. mm. See? So they're not the worst ever. No. Close. Yeah, but those people weren't marshals. No. These but people hey, the are. Other, these these the two were in the vicinity of doing something, though. Those yeah. guys were off who knows where. Yeah, they were yeah. not supposed to be involved in no. the action. Hey, no. you're near a graveyard. The mood strike. You <laughs> yeah. got an extra guy to watch the prisoner. You do it. It's kismet. All the all the, the planets align. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So anyway, they're messing around. Mm-hmm. The other guys, like Stephen Williams, is having this whole conversation about, I need to take a piss. You need to let me out. I can't okay. piss on a graveyard because my mama told me never to. And, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. While... Lou Diamond Phillips apparently has wandered like a mile away mm-hmm. to the other end of this graveyard, and he mm-hmm. finds four graves. They're all marked 1967. One of them is his dad's name. Mm-hmm. Who yeah. th- he gets the whole story of how he never knew his dad because his dad vanished when he was five, and blah blah blah. And somehow the other the other marshal dude like knows the entire story of all these people. Oh yeah, right. he studied this. This, he like yeah. wrote his thesis on this shit or something, but yeah, he's he gets one of those frenzied, you know, late nineties monologue type things where it's the fugue know, state monologue. Where yeah, he's just there like, was Whoa. a firefight, yeah. you know, that sort of shit. Where yeah. he just gets into this whole story of how oh these guys were the worst murderers on the planet, and yeah. of course Jack's dad. Oh, he was a bank robber, but he was still a bad bank robber, you know, and just like this rant just keeps going on and on and on and on mm-hmm. until finally the guy figures out, you know, but it's basically, like, Oh, these guys are horrible murderers. They got what they deserved. And then he sees LaRocca and then he puts it together. That's why you're here. This is your dad, you know? And, and Lou Diamond Phillips has just been <laughs> I knew listening I didn't like you it. for a reason. Yeah. 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 And then just out of nowhere, a cold cocks him mm-hmm. just hits Lou Diamond Phillips in the face. 
Yeah. Because apparently his dad was a bad guy, so that means we have to fight. That means he was a bad guy. Right. Obviously. That's how it I works. Guess I guess. Yeah. Bad blood. I don't Bank quite robbing understand and murder that part. is um, He was hereditary. so worked up after that, you know, after that speech. It's like, I, how's he going to blow God. off steam? I punch Lou Diamond Phillips in the face. I mean, that's the only way sure. I can think of. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're. I mean, Lori Petty was not an option, <laughs> uh, and she's like cheering them on. It's like weird. And well, she, yeah, because she's like, get up, get up, <laughs> get up, Jack. She, she was get cheering, him. yeah, yeah. She but was it's still not cheerleader. like trying to stop it, not no. being a marshal or anything. No. Just like, hey, we have things to do. Just like, get up, get him. Yeah. <laughs> well, she said, "Are you guys just going to pull out your guns and shoot each other? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why not? We're in the middle of the desert." Yeah, but yeah, they just keep punching and now the the head bad bad guy Finn Oli Thorson. Yes, he has decided to show up and like. Kind of sneaks up behind. Well, he, he's he's stolen a jeep. That's like his whole backstory. He's stolen this jeep, jeep. renegade, and 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 everybody stops at the gate to route six sixty six six sixty six Yeah, and everybody stops there for some whatever reason. So, but he catches up with them, and this is when he decides to show up and catches the 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 guy that was watching um what is what's his name rabbit yeah watching Stephen Williams Stephen Williams yeah rabbit. Yeah, and, uh, shoots a guy watching him. Yeah, shoots him, and they they kind of get in a little fight. He kind of like guts him a little bit. Oh, guts it's, him pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's like weird. I mean, it's essentially like, guts him to from, death. Well, from the side, <laughs> it's, like he's it's not, a, but he's not dead. Well, he it's stabs played, him and then just starts cutting up. Right. You know, it's so. played really weird because oh, he stabs the dude, terrible. and then it almost seems like he's working for somebody else because like he's he then scrambles around back to the car and kind of like almost he doesn't want Stephen Williams to know what he's done. I think he just sucks at his job and he's scared shitless. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. that's it. Like it he's just, just like, oh my god, I just stabbed a man in the gut. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was just being that type of movie. I was expecting some kind of double cross there because of the way right. that got that guy plays that scene. No, sure. you but wouldn't it, see not, what what comes after that because like yeah. this whole thing happens and like there's this little bit of a fight and they're scrambling for the gun. Meanwhile, Stephen Williams is still handcuffed to the car. Mm-hmm. He's like trying to reach the gun. And all of a sudden, he looks off to the side and notices like. More guys coming down the street, sort of fading in and out of the picture. Mm-hmm. And they get closer and closer, and there's zombie ghost chain gang guys. Ghosts! Yeah. Coming right at him. So he shoots a few shots at them. Apparently, Sven Oli Thorson is like more or less dead on the side uh, of the yeah, road. Because he's, he's like out of this for a little while, because they have this big firefight with these zombie ghost guys. Mm hmm. <laughs> And then, like, <laughs> like, one guy's got a pickaxe, one guy's got a uh, sledgehammer, and the other one's got a jackhammer. Mm hmm. And, and, and then, then um, and the one guy's got, got the chain. chain. Zach yes. De La Roca has a chain. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's Dad That's De La That's my favorite Roca. children's book. <laughs> yeah. Dad De La Roca. Yeah. yeah. Zach De La Rally Roca has around a the family chain. with a handful of chains. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on. Yes. You got yeah. it. But they, they, like, the one of a, like, he, the one gets the dude's legs and drags him over. And and meanwhile, they, they've did been he drag shoot- him anywhere. Oh, he, yeah, dra- he drags him over to the other ones, but he's been shooting at them. But of course, everyone has silencers on their guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Lou Diamond Phillips and the other dude are just so busy beating each and other the people up, and they're a the mile car. away. Yeah, right. the people boning in the car don't care. Don't, they don't know got what's going. Very yeah. white on or something. Sure. So like and, the screaming and the banging and all that, no one hears that. Yeah. The, yeah. They don't hear Stephen Williams flipping out. No, he's losing probably because his he's been mind. yammering the entire time. Probably. Like whatever. Yeah. But yeah, so they take this guy. And holy crap. Like they so stab they him with the pickaxe and then they throw him on the ground mm-hmm. and then they eventually they, they jackhammer him through the gut. Yeah. 
Until While the guy's laying in. on the ground, thrashing and screaming. Oh, and no, then, that was the one they jackhammered through the back. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. They flipped him on his back. But, yeah, it's like the small of his back. They yeah. just went right for that. And they just turn him into putty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, eventually, they eventually just cuts start away. banging yeah. on. Like, it just cuts yeah. two shots of them swinging sledgehammers and pickaxes at him. Mm-hmm. And then they decide. They and Stephen Williams, like, the guy had somehow thrown the gun into the backseat of the car. So, mm. Stephen Williams has been trying to reach it. And mm. finally, he unscrews the silencer in the first part of the movie where we're like, wait, somebody doing something smart. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody actually doing something smart in this movie. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he fires the gun. At yeah, he fires the gun and everybody's like, like, what the Gunshot. fuck? Yeah. yeah. But they cut back to the guy that they've taken in and jackhammered and everything. And like, literally, there's just tattered clothes and this pile, pile of, blood. of yeah. goo. It's and, the Deathstalker puddle of yes, goo. Yes, it is exactly <laughs> like the Deathstalker puddle of just person. Yeah. Yes. You know? <laughs> Yeah, there's like no viscera left. It's just bloody. <laughs> it's, just, yeah. it's just bloody clothes. Yeah. <laughs> just a bucket of and guy. Yeah. yeah. So the, Stephen Williams just starts firing the gun like a maniac. Just and like, that's ah. when everyone gets back, you know, and the other two get out of the car and they're trying to like put their pants back on yeah. before they can shoot at the... Like, what the fuck happened to the other guy? We should also point out, like, this is not the least bit scary. I mean, there's like... Oh, no. No, no, no. I mean, it's not even really super violent. I mean, there's, there's the puddle of goo, but it's like they cut away from most of yeah. everything that happens yeah. it's just like i mean scary as fuck for the actor well not the actor for the characters but not sure for us, but, yeah, yeah. No. but it's but it's all it goes back to shaky cam thing bullshit. is yeah, yeah they show cam, up and it's in the middle of the day too yeah like, so like i mean we're talking yeah. bright sunlight it's it's tough to generate a good scare no, yeah. in that type of environment anyway well yeah. the guy was probably trying to learn his lessons because like scarecrows was so damn dark you couldn't tell what was going on and this one's yeah. too damn bright that you and, and really too these, much what's going these on. enemies like these monsters are, are pretty much the same as scarecrows where they get shot at doesn't mean anything and they're just going to keep coming you know that sort of mm-hmm. it, it's the same sort of threat yeah. so you, you see definitely where where this guy hadn't advanced much in the 13 years between these two movies right, right. Well, I learned to shoot but yeah daytime. like I think the, the zombies <laughs> kind of sort of go after uh why don't you forget his name? Rabbit. They go after Stephen Williams. We're going to call him that. Okay. Um, they go after him sort of, but like they kind of focus on the now almost dead hitman. I think then that kind of distracts them long enough that mm-hmm. everybody kind of regroups and is like, Oh shit, zombies. Let's well, get yeah, out of here. And the other two marshals start shooting at them. Right. You know, and, and everyone's just unloading bullets and these things and not doing anything. Right. Of course. Of course. Yeah. But and they, then they, they, and they, Lou ends up fist fighting with his dad. Doesn't realize it's his dad until he grabs the dog tag somehow and looks at him. Well, yeah, then the, well, no, because Lori Petty. Petty goes like, that's your dad. Yeah, she knows the, the name, name is on the back, on the back of his right. jumpsuit. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, he does the, uh, what? Uh, Double take? Uh, yeah, what? It's, it's yeah. my dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his dad steals his dog tags. Yeah. And, yeah. And then they. And he gets away because of that, I guess, because he got distracted by him or whatever. Right. Yeah. And so they all hop in cars and take off. And he runs to the Jeep that the assassin guy had been driving. Yeah, sure. Takes and off in why? that. Like and around the corner, how he knew it was there. Yeah, who he knows? Just, yeah, he just runs to it. He Lo- just runs sense. away. Yeah, Lo- he's like, he oh, thank away. God, Jeep. And then he's gone for the next 15 yeah. minutes. Every, everybody <laughs> other than the hitman and the one marshal yeah. have escaped, essentially. Yes. yes. And, and then these guys, this is their method of escape. They jackhammer into the road, into this little hole. And then they all like jump teenage, in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> down the sewer hole. <laughs> yeah. And look like they're having fun doing mm-hmm. it. Like, we. Yeah. Well, the, the one zombie guy has just like this. Oh, the smirky face guy. <laughs> he's got he's, this smirky, content look on his he's face. He's the jackhammer like, guy. He's, he's just like, fuck yeah, job. I'm jackhammering you. <laughs> he's got DreamWorks face in yeah, zombie he, form. Yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty uh, good face. Yeah. Yeah. 
But they're man. Let's so the jump. two groups get away. And yes. They're not. They're not like they're away now, and they're not super panicking about this situation that much. No, not yeah. at all. They're just I mean, sort of like, huh. like, well, yeah. Like I mean, well, I mean, the one guy was their friend, and he's a stain on the road, right? Now. And they're not like nobody's doing that. Like nobody cares. What the fuck did we just fight? Thing like no. nobody does that. Yeah. No, the only thing that comes from it is Stephen Williams is like they get their power from the road. Yes, he's, oh, he he's becomes convinced. Yeah, he becomes jump to conclusion guy because yeah. like he's like. I got this. Apparently, yeah. it was in the guidebook. It right. says when you pa- go past the uh, rattlesnake shack, <laughs> yeah. and uh, you know there's some chain gang zombies, chain gang and they get their power from the road. Right. Uh, <laughs> be sure and visit the gift shop. Because he immediately is just like, yeah, they get the power from the road, so we need to get off the road. And then they're like, oh wait, our tires are melting. Yeah. You know, and then their tires literally melt, so they can't drive anymore. Yeah. Yep. And they, they happen to roll up outside of a drive-in theater, abandoned drive-in theater. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Which will be our final location of the movie. Yes, <laughs> final yep. destination. Now, no, but like the the <laughs> one quite. the one marshal gets out of the SUV and immediately go, like goes over to the ground is like the road's cold again. Well, I, I wouldn't go with cold. <laughs> no, it's probably like 130 degrees because it's the middle of the fucking desert. Yeah. I know, but that's what he says. I, yeah, it's look, not hot anymore. Okay, I, well, I've, I've been through places like this. I've been I've driven through the middle of Arizona. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out why there would be a drive-in here. Right off the Route 666? Yeah, well, no, I mean the desert. Well, th- right, let's get it straight. Route 66 is their little nickname for no, that I stretch know. of road, I know, right? but, I, but, but yeah. I mean, like, I'm not, you know, so I'm just saying, like, places like this are so, fu- you know, dead know. And vastly populated. It's like, you drive for 20 miles, and it's like, oh, there's a, you know, a, a trailer with a satellite dish. And, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they didn't go any farther, so there could have been a town there just could have been a city that. 30 I mean, seconds yeah, over the right. hill that they never bothered to go look sure, at. Sure, okay. <laughs> anyway. Because they just, they just decide that, oh, well, I guess we're stuck here at this drive-in because they don't bother to look around at all. No. They just nope. go and sit down in the swings yep. and it's just like, I'm hot. Fuck. I'm tired. It's hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's just sit here. And then someone's like, I wonder what happened to Lou Diamond Phillips. Yeah. And then the movie's like, hey, let's find out what happened to Lou Diamond Phillips. Oh, God. This yeah, our main character. Because... He wakes up in a cave with some dude in a tracksuit. Dude, all right. The dude is supposed <laughs> a shaman to be, in a tracksuit. Yeah, suit. he's supposed to be like a Native American, but he's in the middle of like Arizona desert and he's wearing a hoodie. Yeah. Yeah. Don't trust this guy. No. There's something <laughs> wrong with this person. No. He should be ashamed. And then the movie. <laughs> God damn it. And then the movie does this weird thing where it flashes back to everything we saw mm-hmm. and then adds 10 seconds of. And then that's how Lou Diamond Phillips ended yeah. up here. Apparently, yeah. he was escaping in the Jeep, and this guy was standing in the middle of the road, and he crashed. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So and it now, fills he's, in now he's a, got makeup stain. Oh yeah, on his he's got head. a big just blood goop on mm-hmm. his head, which he touches and goes ow. Yeah. Which yeah, yeah probably so that hurts. He lights up a pretzel pipe, as we called it. <laughs> it does. It <laughs> looks like a big old gold pretzel. Offer, offers it to Lou Diamond Phillips, and he's like, "No, I think I'm good. What's in that?" And he goes, a "Peyote." And he goes, "No, it's oh, tobacco. tobacco." He's like, "All right, all right. This how guy must some, be okay." How about some tea? All yeah, right. He goes, "I'd rather have some caffeine." Yeah. yeah. Have some so tea. He gives him some tea. Yeah. He, and he, he, he takes drinks some, tea and he, just he, immediately. Yeah. He takes one sip and then it's like vision quest. Like, yeah. yeah. Flips back to like his dad and yeah, the he chain gets gang. The, he, the whole backstory is revealed a little, to a little him. bit. Most of like, it. Like, yeah. Louis very sensitive to hallucinations. Yeah. Sure. Because then he <laughs> goes, what kind of tea is it? He's like, peyote tea, yeah. of course. Yeah. Uh, peyote. Peyote. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> totally you were right. right. That right. guy was not right. No. I wish the guy had said that. I know. That would have been a better line. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, writing out the dialogue peyote tea, how did it That's not... That's such yeah, an you... easy portmanteau. Come yeah, on, guy. Mm-hmm. Jesus. 
the heck? <laughs> but who wrote this movie? Anyway, like after he, he trips on some tea for a little bit, I guess he's just kind of like, all right, gotta go. Yeah, because he just leaves. thanks for the tea, mm-hmm. and he takes off and yeah. meets up yeah. with them at the drive. Yeah, well, because like they hear something drive, and like yeah. it's him, and then they're like, "Where have you been? Well, I was seeing a shaman in the cave. Yeah. Yeah. How are you doing?" Yeah. yeah, I saw the tires have melted. And meanwhile, they've killed one of the other guys. Yeah, because they smashed his fingers in the car door. Oh god. Oh yeah, the the one dude <laughs> who was trying to bone the chick is like, I'm gonna go down the road for cigarette, and and smoking has kills. has not decided to listen to Stephen Williams's, you know. Yeah, because he stay just sits the in the car, hand dangling out with the cigarette. So the zombies just slam the door on his slams hand. the door on his hand, <laughs> and then magic- and then he goes, he's yeah. he's like. He's just sitting there going, ah, yeah. just trying to get the door open. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Ah. <laughs> but then he falls out of the car. And <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah. All right, Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. He, you know, he falls out of the car and then he takes a sledgehammer to the head first. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. If the hand wasn't bad enough. Yeah. And yeah. then, like, and then he ma- kind of dissolves. The, well, yeah, the blood the... magically dissolves off the car so that when Lou Diamond Phillips walks by the car, sees the melted tires. He's like, he just I don't know what happened to that guy. There's some goo. There's like some like yeah. petroleum or something yeah. there. He's just like, he just rubs his hand and is like, hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Odd. Yeah. If I were a cop, I might investigate this. But he's not. Yeah. He's no, not. He's, he's a, a marshal. Yeah. He's a Navy SEAL. Because he just <laughs> he just goes to talk to Stephen Williams, who's chained to the 97th thing he's chained to in this yep, movie. And, right. And they, they do a whole bunch of like, I'm thirsty. Give me water. And he's like, I don't have any water. And he's like, right. well, I know my rights. Well, give me water. They have that one scene where like when they meet back up, they go and they look for the guy who's disappeared. Yeah. And he goes like, give me your cell phone. Oh no, we're not even there yet. Cause like, this is like, he steps on the, the blood scorpion. Right. And yeah, like for some reason, a scorpion comes up to, Stephen Williams, and instead of just stopping it, he like freaks out and he's like, "Come help me, guys!" Well, and he's then like, realizes, he's, he's, he's rationalizing with the scorpions, like, "You stay away from me, or I'm gonna fucking squash you." And yeah. finally, squashes the thing, and it just had blood everywhere. Like, okay, this, yeah, what the hell kind of scorpion yeah. was like, that? We were like, I was like, yeah, is that the dude reincarnated? Yeah. What just happened here? Because what that allows basically is that blood on the ground is what allows these things to come out of cement or road or whatever. So like, he's just sitting there chilling out, and one of the things just shows up and starts trying to you know swing his pitch. Pick I thought they made the call before that that guy showed up. No, no, because he runs down. Goes down. No, he runs down to the road, and that's about the same time that all the bullets. Because because Lou okay. Diamond Phillips gets amped up at that point. All right, okay, but yeah. yeah so but, like he goes, he goes to the one guy. He's like, "Give me your cell phone. Cell phones don't work out here. We don't have any signal." And he's like, "I don't care. What do you what do you expect me to do? I don't have a sat phone. Blah, blah, blah. I can't do Morse yeah. code off the yeah. car. <laughs> this cell phones our only hope that we <laughs> yeah. have of getting out of here." And he takes the cell phone. And he goes, "It doesn't work." <laughs> 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 It is so stupid. I mean, for the oh, last 15 no, but- minutes, all the characters have been saying, I don't have signal. I don't have signal. The cell phone is useless. And Lou Diamond Phillips just rolls but- up. He's like, give me the cell phone. It's- I credit him for the timing on this scene because it, it yeah. is comedically perfect. Yes, but it shouldn't be in this movie. <laughs> I know. Totally. No, it's, just, it's, it's so great. Where it's just like, this phone is to- our only hope. And it doesn't work. <laughs> yes. If you go back to Scarecrows, there was a lot of humor in that. Okay. I can totally see it yeah. Yeah. fitting in this movie. I, but- fine. But right about this time, the the magical payphone rings that's been right next to them the whole time. Yes. Which is the first thing of like, you've been sitting there complaining <laughs> about the heat and lack of water and uh, unable to communicate with anybody. There's a fucking you, payphone you didn't there. didn't think to just, I don't know, walk over there and see, maybe? Yeah. Well, there's a payphone. There's also a snack bar. Sure. Yeah. You gotta understand, like, he realized if he stepped foot in that payphone, a car was gonna come smash it. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah, because that's what happens. Well, you just reach in and... Yeah. Well, that's 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 basically what Have he does. Somebody on the lookout. He hears the phone ring and he's like, "It's probably for me." 
He's just accepted all this weird spirit <laughs> shit that's going reality. on. He's like, eh, probably for me. He goes and answers it, and there's nobody there, but he's like, there, a tone. there's a dial tone. And Lori Petty says, dial 911. Dial 911. And he does this slow motion, like, point to his head and point to her, like, that's a uh-huh. good idea. <laughs> like, like where your head's at, Lori Petty. <laughs> like, why that's were why you you're not my thinking That's a bingo. <laughs> I mean, he's just like, holy shit, that's genius. <laughs> Well, like, you somebody know. tell me the number for nine one one. When your brain is all frazzled with supernatural mm. dudes coming out of the road and yeah, dude, he's also still high high on peyote. Yeah, yeah, peyote. Yeah. You, that's that's when you need your wingman. Yeah, but yeah. So he calls back to the same dumpy redneck sheriff from the right. earlier part of the movie. And he's like, I need everything. I need transport and call this number and tell them where strike. we are and bring in some heavy artillery and do yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. Like, orbit. Okay, we'll be right on that. Yeah, click. He's like, that's them people that went up the road there. He, they want backup and everything. And this goofy Barney Fife son is standing there. And he's like, so what do we do? And he's like, I don't think we do anything. He yep. goes back to reading his book. Mm-hmm. It's like, dun, dun, dun. What does this mean? Yeah. A new, another new element in the movie of who the hell is, are these local guys? And Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah at this <sighs> point, Stephen Williams really has to go to the bathroom. Yeah. For the 900th time, he has Which, to fucking piss. at least... Lou Diamond Phillips asked him, he's like, you need to get that check <laughs> yes. because you need to go to the bathroom all the time, man. Right. right. And it's funny because they go, first of all, they should just go anywhere. It's the fucking desert. There's fucking mm, bushes yeah. and trees and shit everywhere. But no, he takes them to this abandoned drive-in bathroom. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, I got performance anxiety. I can't go. And Lou Diamond Phillips is like, well, I'll turn the water on for you. Again. Now, now they are... <laughs> Dying of thirst. They've all complained about, but obviously Lou Diamond Phillips has not bothered to check and see if the sink worked because this was the first. He's a marshal, not a detective. I know, but it was his first attempt to be like, I'm just going to turn the sink on. And he's like, huh, the sink doesn't work. And it's like, really? (laughs) Really? The sink doesn't work? Yeah, which begs the question, why is he peeing in a toilet if you're not going to be able to flush it? That's what I'm saying. Why just piss anywhere? What is this? Why did you take him in Mm -hmm. there? But the movie took him in there because the sheriff and his boys roll up and they're like, that's not the backup we were expecting. Mm -hmm. And so they hide in there while everyone else, how many of them were you? Were you? There were yeah. seven of us. Well, three died earlier. Blah blah. blah. Yeah. Where's the other one? Because there's three here. Yeah, and, and then sheriff is like, yeah, blam. Yeah, kills, kills the we, random we'll woman that, character. That TK or PK? What was his name? PK. He's already passed out, like on the swing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this whole like the whole oh, yeah. time he's just been drinking from a flask, and when, by the time the the sheriff and his boys roll up, he is just fucking passed out under a swing he, he has, set. He I mean, has he legs just... up in the swing, <laughs> yeah, like fallen out of the rest swing, of basically. body <laughs> yes. outside swing. Yeah, I love that guy. Yeah, because he is just doing crazy drunk that shit the that, whole yeah, time. Yeah, that guy's living the dream right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but yeah, uh, so they yeah, they shoot they, random girl in the chest for, for for them not telling them where the other people are. Yeah, he says some line about training a stubborn mule, blah, blah, blah. It's something about Vietnam, too. It's like, yeah, your gender killed more of our boys in Vietnam, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I, I like, don't mind killing women, blah, blah, like, blah, Vietnam. All right, Sheriff, whatever. Yeah. And eventually they tell him, okay. There's one more dude. There's the one more day he's in the bathroom. Right. Because they're so going to they, shoot Lori Petty otherwise, which we're kind of like, eh, don't tell. Yeah. Don't tell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, she had ceased yeah, to be know, annoying know, at that point. Well, she stopped talking. That's true. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then she just well, once she was she just looked, looking at him crying. She just became Lou's, you know, cheerleader. Right. It was okay. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of amped up all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so they yeah. go into the bathroom and Stephen Williams is just standing there and turns around and he's got the badge on. 
It's like, mm-hmm. all right, don't you know who you're fucking with? I'm a fucking marshal and blah, 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 and I'll yeah. kick your ass as soon as I get out of this. And they pan over, and Lou Diamond Phillips is hiding in the stall. Yeah, of course. And then he does sweet ninja moves, getting out of there and sneaking around through the oh, yeah. tumbleweeds and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does some cat light movements. <laughs> yeah, he's like Spider-Man <laughs> across the desert. And stuff. <laughs> some sweet scampering. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 he's a good scamper. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah he, uh, his he, his plan is is he, he rigs up one of the two sheriff's jeeps. Like well, I guess he puts it. All in. we see is one of the jeeps takes off, right? Yeah. And the sheriff's like, "Go get him!" Yeah. yeah. And so his kid goes off to get him, right? And then Lou Diamond Phillips just pops up out of the back seat, like, "Yeah." yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because he's rigged the other one. I guess he's put it in drive and yeah. rigged the steering mm-hmm. wheel, so it's just driving yeah. itself. And- yeah. And so it crashes into a rock, and the sheriff's like, hey, hey your friend burned up real good, derp. You yeah. know, because the car does explode, of course. <laughs> yeah, it Barely. taps a rock at 12 miles an hour. <laughs> well, no, they did, he did shoot at it, but I mean, well, not he that hit it was, the, He hit the tire or yeah. something. Yeah, but so it sort of explodes, and he and the deputy get out of the car, and yeah, he handcuffs him to the bumper. Interrogating him. Punches him in the face. And the whole time he's like, "You got to get me off the road! You got to get me off the road!" And Lou Diamond Phillips is like, "I know why? that. I yeah, know oh, that. Yeah. I know that. But why? Yeah. Why? And he's like, why? "Because the ghosts are coming." He's like, "I know that, but why? <laughs> <laughs> but why?" And, and so, then of course they show up. Yeah. And why? So he's like, why? And so he he's just like, yells at the guy yourself. Yeah. Unhandcuff yourself. It's like, what? <laughs> why did you have him with the keys? That mm-hmm. spur of the moment. Yeah. And he was beating him up. It yeah. didn't really matter. And that guy gets uncuffed, and, and they death stalk him. Yeah, but he gets he gets uncuffed and literally turns around and gets jacked in the face by a sledgehammer. So right. it didn't really matter. No. Yeah. So he's yeah. Stalker. Lou gets away. Mm-hmm. Goes back and joins everybody else, I think. And it's kind of like, sorry. About I think he runs son. back. Sorry about yeah. your uh, son. There. Yeah. Um, well, well, yeah, well no, he gets no, back, no, he does drive he, back. He gets back right. and the car is and the truck is empty when the sheriff comes down and he's like looking around trying to find him. And then he, oh, he, that's he right, sticks yeah. his face in the back and Lou just punches him right in the face as yeah. he looks in the in the truck. Yeah, and like the other deputy has shot Dale Midkiff, and that gave Stephen Williams the chance to shotgun that guy. Mm-hmm. So those two people are dead now. Yep. Yeah. And so they run down to the road as well. Yeah. So now, and, and Lou has punched the old man enough, and he's like, "I'm not afraid of you. I'm afraid of them." And yeah. And them, them, them show up. They show up. God, how do we even describe this ending? Because it just it it goes so many places so fast. Well, it's it's just dumbass chaos for a while. There's uh, yeah, there's a weird fight. Well like, well, like zombie goes come back and like he gets the rest of the story because the sheriff kind of tells him like yeah, I was well, the, the sheriff. The sheriff he he don't forget Lou Diamond Phillips had the vision on the, the drive-in. at the drive-in yeah, where he yeah. actually saw the actual plot unfold on, on the, the screen, screen where it yeah. turns out the sheriff was the dude who killed everyone in the chain gang and buried them alive on yeah, this and highway. And I will admit that I actually kind of enjoyed that little device with the, the movie screen. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, because he actually sees ghost projection coming yes. out of the projection booth, yeah. which, you know, ghosts, hey, that, that probably took yeah, some doing. Well, no, that was, that was still a peyote trip thing. <laughs> I, well, I know, but still something somewhere made that happen. I need some peyote. <laughs> Seriously. I think but, they sell uh, it it's at brisk, the 7-Eleven. <laughs> but yeah, but the, basically the old man... <laughs> brisk. Jesus. The old man he <laughs> confirms the story. Yeah. And cut, you know, they do the flashback and he's killed yeah. the guys and then he's actually run them over with the steamroller right. to bury them in the road. And they basically do, what the story is is that three of the dude three <laughs> of the four dudes in the were total assholes who tried to break out 
And then Lou Diamond Phillips' dad was just, like, there. Mm-hmm. And so the sheriff is just like, fucking kill them all. And the other guy's like, well, I didn't do anything. He's like, I don't care. And so they all get buried alive. So yep. Lou Diamond Phillips' dad wasn't as big of an asshole as the other three. Of course not. So, But apparently this he whole time he's time. been helping out the zombie ghosts do all their bloodlusting well, or whatever. Yeah, because, I mean, he, he got wronged. And yeah. so he's avenging or whatever. And then I forget. Whatever ghosts do. So well, they're they're fighting and like they they they're fighting with the zombies and eventually Lou Diamond Phillips is like, Dad! No, he's like Father. Oh yes, Father. <laughs> yeah, because they pin him down and they're yeah, about they're to about drill to, yeah. him. Yeah, about this uh, jackhammer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does the about Father <laughs> and so help me. oh wait, he was his name was Jack. So yeah, <laughs> they were gonna jackhammer. Yes, they were. Yeah. But yeah, so eventually he's like, Yeah, Father, help me. Right. Yeah. And so then there's there's a ghost melee. Uh-huh. Yeah, because <laughs> there one, was a ghost. One turn. There's and, a face turn. <laughs> yeah. It was a monster man. So, <laughs> so Lou Diamond Phillips' ghost dad starts fighting. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You're just to, waiting sorry, for that ghost dad. The phrase of ghost dad just gets me every time. Yeah. <laughs> starts fighting. I Lou. <laughs> <laughs> Would you help me kill the ghost? <laughs> Please. So they all start fighting. It's it's yeah. Ghost Dad like jackhammers yeah. one of them in the chest. Yeah, and it's just like I'm finally gonna take it out on you assholes, and just starts fighting them. And one of them gets the drop on him and starts and just wounds mm-hmm. <laughs> Jack's Ghost Dad. And so <laughs> Diamond Phillips pulls out a knife and cuts his hand, and then reaches out to his dad. Yeah, <laughs> like he had to tag, tag me. In. He had to tag his dad out. <laughs> He puts his hand out. Hogan it up. They do the whole <laughs> wrestling bullshit of yes. his ghost dad crawling over to him, trying to make the tag, trying to make it. Yep. They finally touch hands, and the family blood yeah. gets him going again. And, uh, and so the commentators f- are just like, oh, no. Yeah. How is Both the ref not <laughs> Yeah, and ghost dad hulks up and yeah. beats the other guy, and then... And then stumbles out into a field. Well, no, and- he, f- he takes off... The real world dog tags that have suddenly become ghost dog tags and throws ghost them dog. on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Samurai. Huh? And just fucks off into the desert. Well, then he people to he platoons. Yes. He, he does the there and, like gets down on his knees is like, ah, and then he vanishes. Then he vanishes. Aww. So it's like, was that good? Yeah. <laughs> is he at peace now? I don't know. Sure. Lou seems happy. And so, like, the survivors all sort of, like, stagger out into the road. Yeah, and they're like, the, damn. The sheriff... Suddenly they hear a sound yeah, from the truck. And they all whip around, and the sheriff just sort of, like, comes out of the truck, like, I'm here. And they, <laughs> without even blinking, the three of them are just like, blam, 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 blam. Yeah, just, they all basically empty their guns they into murder this dude. that guy. They murder the shit out of that sheriff. <laughs> Like they like all shot the sheriff. Blinking. They did not shoot the deputy. And, and we we skipped the well, one shot other. A couple of the deputies too. <laughs> we skipped the other one thing that made me laugh was before the melee happened when he was beating up the sheriff. <laughs> Lou Diamond <laughs> Phillips is like, I'm about to ask you a question, but first, punch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just punches yeah. him right in the face. Uh, so that yeah yeah, and, and they, then they they walk. They, they just start walking. Yeah, like they all, just all the various assorted vehicles in whatever state they are. They probably could have made at least one working car. They did show... They showed uh, one of the tires, of the tires shot, getting shot, but they could have changed but, that tire. Yeah. They had a whole He's other Jeep. He's a Navy Jeep. SEAL. He can yeah. change a fucking tire. They had the whole other Jeep that 
sort of blew up. Not yeah. really. Whatever. I'm just saying, yeah. out of all of those vehicles, they could have made a working vehicle sure. and driven away. But they just fuck off down the road, joking to each other. Like, not like their five friends just got murdered and they just had a ghost wrestling match with mm-hmm. his zombie dad. <laughs> None of that ghost even dad. fucking phases them. They're just like, well, I guess we'll make it to L.A. in time for your thing after no, all. No, you ha, won't, because you're ha, idiots ha. and you're walking. Fade out. And I hope really 10 seconds later they saw that there was a city on the other side of that hill. <laughs> mm-hmm. For their sake. Yeah. It was Radiator Springs. Yeah. <laughs> then the end. Yeah. Of Toe this, Mater of this save shitty everyone. movie. <laughs> or how shitty is it? Because it's time yeah, to How shitty it. is it, Chuck? Definitely Tell no us. Stargrove for Stevie Ray no. Gone. No. Yeah. Zero Stargrove. Stevie Ray Gone. Am I right? <laughs> You're right. Stevie yeah. Ray I'm going to rate this movie. Okay, please rate this movie. I'm going to give it two bags. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There, I wanted to give it five bags um, because really? the dialogue is terrible. The of shaky course. cam is bullshit. Anytime you do anything supernatural, you have to in some way make it the tiniest bit convincing for if you can't do it for the audience, you have to do it for the, the characters in the movie. This movie doesn't even... I mean, the movie is just like Steve Williams is going to explain this for no reason, and here you go. Here's yeah, the, here's no the way mythos he behind the knowledge this. He yeah, has. it's just everything about this premise is dumb. The, the but there were three things in it that I give each of the things a jocks for the little Lou Diamond Phillips moments, the, the little comedic timing things, and the punch in the face, and them just opening fucking fire on that guy at the end, and you know the the <laughs> ghost dad wrestling mm-hmm. match. So there were little tiny nuggets of, of entertaining in this, but overall, as a movie, Ghost Jesus, Dad this is thing is ready. fucking terrible. Two bags. Hmm. I'm feeling a little more forgiving for this movie, and I'm actually going to give it a jocks, singular. Um, okay. <laughs> most of the filmmaking pissed me the hell off, yep. and that's what really, really, really drags it down. If it wasn't for the shaky cam bullshit editing, frame dropping, and all that stuff, mm-hmm. this would probably actually get rated a lot higher. That right there alone, that's just damn near unforgivable to me, even in modern movies. It's like just an overdue shaky cam. Yep. Um, I like the dumb premise. I liked a lot of the dialogue, and there were several moments that would probably have gotten it higher, but I'm taking off that much for the bullshit shaky cam editing thing. So Okay. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Like the I'm one jocks. I, I was I was going between one bag and one jocks, but we laughed enough and I I love Lou Diamond Phillips in this. Like, like if he if he had not been in it, it would definitely be bags a hundred percent. Yes, but there's, I, I just yeah that shaky cam and with mixed with crappy shutter speed, mixed with just not understanding how to film action, that hurt it so much. Yeah, there's something likable about this movie. It's just like it's that detracts from it so much. I mean, it's just the way they they act. I mean, they're they're completely inept federal marshals, but I mean. Just the way everybody's kind of amped up for the most part is fun if it just wasn't for that technical aspect. Yeah, it just it's weird how dated it feels. It it does feel like it's from I think you said 94, 95, 96, 91. 97. But it, yeah. you guessed 91 when it the first note of that soundtrack kicked oh, in. Oh yeah, because it sounds like you're trying to rip off Lethal Weapon. It's yeah. just like Yeah. You were waiting for Smokey Sacks to come in, but it never did. I am going to give it Two jocks for two reasons. <laughs> All right. 911 asshole. <laughs> that is good. Yeah. And, but first, wham! Mm-hmm. Yeah, like everything this- else balances out for me. All right. Everything else is just 
yep. even slate shitty filmmaking weird hilarious situations but then those two i i just have to I have to give recognition for that i think this is one of those movies that like if you were to watch a bunch of youtube clips from it you'd be like we're watching this oh yeah i have to watch this oh yeah i could this edit is this a down what? to people be go- oh my god this looks great yeah how can you give this <laughs> yeah so much crap yeah this is yeah. a a good watch it with your buddies drinking kind of movie definitely uh, we had some it good, would make me sick we had some good shaky laughs. thing I mean, yeah like i mean but, there were, there were yeah. certain points where i was just like stop it michael j fox jesus i mean oh, it was just like if soon. you can get yeah. past that then i don't know yeah yeah but we had fun yeah no there's that, that's there's why fun, there's fun to that's be why it got that jocks for me yeah it, it would have yeah. been bags if we had not been laughing and having yeah the fun that we were having with it i mean yeah. technically i gave it three jocks but i also gave it five bags so <laughs> yeah well well all right look at you with your new math Thanks. harshness yeah but Listen. yeah, no, it's like a barely recommend. I just, I take off a lot for te- yeah. technical reasons. I say never watch this movie. Okay, then. All right. This is time to take a break. Yes, please. Yes. Let's do it. All right. We'll be back. All right, welcome back. Hey, hey. second half number two of mm-hmm. the podcast. So, totally. talked so. about our weekends during the break. Let's hit it. Yeah, yeah. So we got asked a couple of times if we saw a movie last week, and we had not at the time of recording. But we nah. three of the four of us have. <laughs> oh, now. that movie! I yeah. completely forgotten yeah. about that movie. Yeah, well, that would be GI Joe Retaliation, Retaliation. or GI Joe Two, if you like whoa, simpler whoa, things. Whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. So. Let's How talk about G.I. Joe. Okay, let's... I want to hear about G.I. Joe Retaliation. You probably things don't. In that Did movie. you see it in 3D? No. no. Absolutely okay. not. Fuck no. On principle alone, no. Did you see it with Channing Tatum in it? Yes. Yes. That was not an option to see yeah, Channing, oh. Channing Tatum. There was no <laughs> you don't Channing, get the Tatum, we didn't less, Channing Tatum cut. Yeah, no. We didn't have a bunch of buttons in the theater where yeah. like, <laughs> to see more Channing Tatum, press A. <laughs> to see less Channing Tatum, press B. Why yeah. don't you just see a movie with Channing Tatum? <laughs> but the movie takes care of that for you. Pretty damn quick. Right. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't want to see Channing Tatum, don't Just worry. Just 10 minutes. 10 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at least. So, um... And that was my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. You have some context with this, because you were like, hey, that was directly from this issue of the comic book and stuff like that, so... <laughs> I, I will be honest, I... Nerd. I grew up... G.I. Joe was my thing. Like, okay. that was my, like, my number one thing. Like, you the know. way I am with Transformers, sure. you are with G.I. Joe. Yes, I mean, G.I. Joe was like, watch the cartoon, buy the toys, read the comics. I was, you know, read some of the Transformers comics. Obviously, I was in the Star Wars, other things, too. But it's just mm-hmm. like, G.I. Joe was always like, that was my jam. I had, like, the most toys of that. Mm-hmm. Had the subscription to the comic books, you know, yeah. was in it. I mean, when the His Tank showed up in the movie, you were like... They talked about it. Yeah. They talked about the His Tanks yeah. first, and then, like, I was like, oh! Yeah, they did. <laughs> and then they, when they show up, I was like, yay. <laughs> and, like, I mean, little, little things. Like, I mean, like, Ray Stevenson plays Firefly, and they don't, like, say who he is for a while. And, like, the second he showed up, I'm like, oh! It's Firefly! That, that did the, that streak? Huh? The streak song? Ray Stevenson? No. <laughs> He's the yeah, guy That who's... was Kung Fu Fighting. <laughs> no, Ray Stevenson is the guy <laughs> who's... No, that was the guy who did Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ray Parker Stevenson. Yeah. Yeah. No, Ray yeah. Stevenson is now Junior. challenging for yeah. the most comic book movies. He's getting up there with uh Boogity Boogity uh, Boogity yeah. you know, other people. Okay. So I was saying, like, you know, <laughs> Thor, he was Punisher, you know, it's like now he's Ryan Reynolds is still Yeah, like, Ryan Reynolds I still think wins. Sure. Anyway. Chris Evans is way up there too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Hmm. 
But uh, yeah, uh, so I liked it. I mean, uh, you know, I had very little complaint of, about this movie. Um, but then again, I liked the first one, so you know, I it for most for the most part could only go up from there. I I, I didn't really personally as a fan really care for the just discarding of pretty much all the characters from the first one with no explanation whatsoever. That was weird. That That's just weird. Like, I mean, like nobody that was in the first one was really so big that they couldn't even just like have a little moment with them. Like just kind of bring them in and be like Dennis Quaid was the only one really where it's just like, yeah, I understand sure. Dennis Quaid not wanting to come back and do this again, but everyone else, just what are a, they doing? You know, just a little scene like, you know, like Marlon Wayans and Rachel Nichols have now fallen madly in love and they've yeah. retired. And they or fucked in, off to a cabin somewhere. Yeah, Who cares? And, and Mr. Echo is there and I don't, you know, yeah. I'm retired too. just something just be like, even like they could have done the little like flash up on the screen, like, you know. These people have, you know, been well, deactivated. Or, yeah, that's what I thought they were anything. doing at the beginning, because they do explain that that uh, Dennis Quaid's character has just decided he's he's too old. He's out. He's right. gone. Yeah. And, and there's a new crew. But yeah, it's just Duke, like, OK, Duke but there were charge, 20 other dudes in the first one. Where'd well, they go? Well, they even bother, like, introduce a couple, like, really, really minor characters just to, like, kill them off. Or <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, they got a guy named Mouse and a couple other people. Like, they kind of give a little bit of character to him. Here's like, some guys to care a little and, bit about. Mm-hmm. And now yeah, they're dead. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know, it, it, most of the movie after the like the mass exodus of people at the beginning, it's mm-hmm. like you know you've got the Rock in charge as Roadblock. Roadblock. You've got um, you've got a uh, Lady J who's mm-hmm. what's her face? Yep, uh, mm-hmm. Adrian Palinicki. Yeah, sure. And uh, Duke, or Duke. not not Duke, uh, Flint, Flint, DJ Cortana. Yeah, and um, and Snake Eyes. That's about it, right? Yeah, that's Did pretty I skip much anybody. Until <laughs> Bruce Willis shows up later. Well, until Bruce Willis shows up later. Call me Joe. Yeah, that's basically it. It's like it's like let's really so, trim down this cast and like you know keep yeah. it more focused on a couple people's stories. Does the Rock offer anyone a body massage? He does not. No, no. He does not. No. I think they, that'll be in the next one. They still uh, resisted all attempts to make jokes towards that. Yeah. No Fenster references they, whatsoever. No. There were times where they could have. Yeah, there was like literally one part like when they go to a gym. They and, go, I mean, they they go to like have, a they go to a boxing gym. No, they go no, to we, the no, rec first, okay, they, they go okay, to a rec center. They go to a fucking rec center. Be, okay, let me, this is the only part that <laughs> they needed stays to step with me. up to the streets. Well, what happened was is that it, it, the Rock and crew roll up to this like gang looking people on the street, and they do the whole predator thing, where it's just basically like, didn't think you'd show your face around here again, asshole. Yeah, well, fuck you and blah blah blah, and then it's like, hey, buddy, you know we're actually friends. I don't. Has this ever happened in real life, by the way? Have two people who actually like each other done this bit for no one in particular? If I see anyone I haven't seen in a long time, the next time I do that, I'm I'm pulling that routine. Hopefully okay. they'll be on the same page. I but, have done shit like that. When, okay. I've, when I've run into, like, I've had a, a friend with me and run into another friend, I've done kind of that. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> okay. Sort of thing. Okay. But what Got happens to- is The Rock's buddy basically says, you guys can go hang out over there in the rec center. And BJ and I were just like, save the rec center, please, (laughs) because they go in and it's all shitty. There's fucking pinball machines in the rec center and they don't get blown up or anything. They actually survive the movie. Yay. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, there was an opportunity of just like something to like throw a little joke in there. And we're like, you know, like rock's tired of like, I'm going to go get a body massage or something like I don't know. But no, no, still no jokes on that front. But I mean, I was happy because I one of the things I was concerned about of them like completely and totally trashing the plot of the first movie for the most part is I was like, how do you have a G.I. Joe movie without Cobra Commander? Well, they they have them. It's just not it's not jiggle. You know, it's just it's some guy in a mask the entire time. You know? right. So it's like it's just not important. It's like guy. Here's Cobra Commander. Yeah. And they mentioned Destro like frozen on ice. They just don't bring him along for the party. 
you know, but like, you know, so that's like they do acknowledge some of the events of the first movie, such as um, Zartan taking over the president, Jeremy, uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Price. Price. Yeah. Not Jeremy Price. Jonathan Price. <laughs> yeah. I, I was pleased that they actually carried that over. I, I the problem for me. Well, one of the many problems for me in this movie was that there is such a lack of a personified bad guy in this movie because the uh zartan is always in this in the guise of the president so mm-hmm. it's jonathan price being sort of dickish to people but he's not very good at it mm-hmm. i i disagree there is there's is literally one scene in the so, movie where they he has a moment with himself like they both sure they both like have that like overacting a thon but it's him with himself where he's literally taunting the real president yeah, as the fake president there are moments like that but but i guess what i'm saying is that there Cobra Commander walks in a couple scenes and looks badass, but never does anything. And it just goes, sounds like yeah. kind of a cartoon. Thing, yeah. And the, <laughs> the the guy from The Mummy is, who is the main bad guy of the movie, is never in the fucking movie because he's always disguised as Jonathan Price. So but there's at least like they did kind of give him like little cameos just to be like, yeah, sure, still, they shoehorn him. him into this one plot that you yeah. said was faithful to the comics. Why well, I just thought was fucking dumb, but. I, you know, just to give that. Whole, let me just say, I don't give a shit about the Snake Eyes Storm Shadow backstory. I thought that all that brought the first movie to a grinding halt, whatever it happened, and it brings this movie to a grinding halt, it whatever was it happens. Forty minutes wasted. I mean, you know, even and probably millions of dollars. I mean, you know, Rizza was in it, which was fine. No, no, yeah. Rizza being in it was not fine. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. No. 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 The, it's the a weird. Best it's you, a weird casting choice. The best you're going to get out of Riza is the man with the iron fists. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then and then Riza should disappear from acting forever. Aww. Yeah. I mean, he shows up as the blind master who is the new. He shows the new... up as the blind <laughs> master. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's an actual character. That's it's not something they shoot in. I'm just yeah. I'm saying, I'm a bad casting choice, but it also gives you the opportunity to introduce Jinx, who is another character. So, hmm. so how does somebody other than how does Jonathan Rizzo. Price compare to Tomorrow Never Dies? Oh, not even close. Is he? He's much better in Tomorrow Never Dies. Uh, uh, he, he's I'd not off the rails he, as much. I'd say he goes a bit off the rails, a bit, it, it, but it, comically off the rails. Like that. I mean, I, I just. As hard as it is to believe, the plot in this is more ridiculous than Tomorrow Never Dies. And that plot is absurd. It's great, ha- though. What happens in this, it's just... I don't know. I, 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 I've said it out loud to myself, trying to wrap my head around it and just be like, did that happen? Did this... I, I'm gonna Why go, did that happen? I'm going to go on record and say that this is going to be a movie that it's going to come out on video and you're probably going to get tied up doing something and you're not going to watch it for like six months. And then you're going to watch it and you're going to be like, you're going to love this movie. And I know, yes, I, I, I don't know why. I just, I have that feeling that it's going to be one of those movies where we'll be like, dude, it has the rock. Yeah, it does. have That's the, rock. the best kicking thing about ass. That is the best thing. The parts of the movie where the rock is kicking ass are fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. They are really fucking awesome. Now, some of the storm shadow stuff with the fighting on the mountain, it's really fucking cool. Yeah. But the whole, they, they needed a much quicker excuse to get to that and get it done and, and be over with it. I think I, I thought all of that stuff. I mean, I, I think that stuff was more entertaining almost than the finale. I think that stuff was really cool yes. and interesting. Whereas like you think of the finale of the first one, which was this goddamn ridiculous underwater CG battle nightmare chaos, everything sinky, going sinky on. Nice. Yeah. 
this one is just a, a gunfight at Fort Sumter. Now, yeah, it's got fucking tanks and giant ass guns and crazy shit like that. Yes, but it's still just a gunfight at a fort. Do they still have yeah. the crazy body suits from the first one? No. Nope. Like no. nano suits, suits no. or whatever. Completely abandoned. Yeah. Oh, good. Um, Mackie, you, I, I was watching you have a Twitter conversation with somebody about um, about video game boss battles, where yeah. the second to last boss battle should be the fucking big one, mm-hmm. and then you cakewalk on on the last one because you know you've paid your dues, you get to. Yeah. Fuck up everybody. My, my theory, not to get into video game territory, but my theory is games don't let you reach that plateau of being at your ultimate, like, power. You know, mm-hmm. like like being a total badass. Awesome at everything. Yeah. They usually do it right at the end, and yeah. they don't give you enough time. So you should be challenged by that second to last one, and then the last one should just be like, I'm better than you, and I'm just going to beat the holy hell out yeah. of you. And there's... Good movies do that too, actually. I mean, yeah. Well, sure. yeah, and that's like there are a couple ways that my my brain was thinking about about that before you started talking. Um, but one of them is <laughs> like the the hard battle, the you know the hard fought, hard won battle for me. At this movie should have been the fucking end, but it was just like, all right, they storm in and hooray. USA, USA, USA. Well, they were all kind of united back at that point. I yeah. mean, so I think it kind of was that. Like, everything else was like, oh, we're over here, you're over here, this is happening, you know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, it, it just... It's just... I thought it was a fun it movie. It felt like... It's, I think we're overanalyzing what is like, a... Sure. A, 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 a definitely a battle was on movie. a mountain. Yeah. And yeah. completely secondary to everything else that was happening. Yeah. I mean, I... Th- okay. I wasn't overjoyed by the first one but i thought the first one was was decent for what it was i thought this one was just a shade under that i i had a good time watching it but like as soon as it was over gone i I remember almost nothing from it just little bits and pieces a a couple quips that the rock says and you know some stuff like that but i mean as a whole it's not something that's going to stay with me i mean i wouldn't buy it or anything okay well i will watch it yeah yeah you should yeah you should i'm not going to see it in the theater it's no you shouldn't There's no reason to. Yeah. Should I make BJ really mad and tell him what I found out? <laughs> if you if you feel the need, go ahead. Go ahead. We'll get more angry BJ, the last one about this movie ever. So, you remember that they delayed this movie a long time, right? To, to flesh out the Channing Tatum and give people more of what they wanted? I remember the fact that it was supposed to come out on my birthday right. last year. Yeah. And that was going to be my celebration was the rock kicking holy motherfucking ass right. on film yeah. for God and Country. Well... Aside from the 3D conversion, mm-hmm. all they did was add that scene of them playing video games together. That's oh. that's the only reshoot they did. That's it. That is so fucking like Not even retarded. any that were deleted scenes or anything? No action-y or? stuff, no nothing. Just two dudes sitting on a couch playing Call of Duty. That is the only bit of refilming they did during that entire time. Sadly, I kind of liked most of that scene. Well, the scene was fine, but it seemed to me like we got to take Doesn't nine take months nine to fix this. Months, yeah. I thought they were going to add do like any, 50 you, minutes of Channing Tatum. Are you Tatum. sure they didn't add one other scene? Because there's one scene that seems like if that scene hadn't been there, it wouldn't have very much context. They probably had to add the scene at the end where the kids. Yeah. Well, not, not that. I meant like the uh, the where they were having the shooting contest because he's talking about you know babysitting the kids and what that have. I think that that was the bulk was of their there. their presence okay. in the movie. I think they probably right. added that tag at the end where he goes home. Okay. But yeah, I, right. I don't think those kids were actually in the movie ever. Probably at all. not. Okay. So yeah, 
I thought they, they didn't did, do any reshoots for 3D or no, they just converted it. That's all they did. Jesus I guess apparently it's a long Christ. process. What a bunch of assholes! <laughs> well, yeah. it worked. They made a lot of money on yeah. the 3D, and they're going to make a third one. So yeah, I mean, they and have it to... also came out not in June, where it would have gotten trampled by everything yeah. else. Yeah, yeah this movie would have gotten buried. All right, what else? Didn't really watch anything except for some TV. Yeah, lame TV too. So I haven't seen anything. I watched man. some TV. What do you watch? I'm out of the loop. Ain't got time for any of that. <laughs> You know what I had some time for? I would like to know. I had some time for a master of space and time. Inspector Space Time? Inspector Space Time. Oh, neat. I actually sat down and watched some Doctor Who. Oh. Um, yeah. I would like to hear this story, I, I but I want you to tell me first if I'm going to be mad or not. No, no. Pro- you're actually probably going to be very happy. All right. Um, oh, well, okay. we, we would both like to hear this, so Alonzi. <laughs> yeah, there it yeah. is. Um... I am house sitting for a friend right now, and I was pouring through the DVR, and I ran out of quickly ran out of stuff that I um, that I wanted to watch. But I saw that there was an episode or two of Doctor Who, and I'm like, "Well, last time, last thing I saw was uh, Eccleston Doctor Who, mm-hmm. the whatever th- Doctor, and <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I don't whatever. know the numbers. And I thought, uh." Let me see if let me see if I like this because I kind of like the Eccleston stuff, but not enough really to pursue it. So yeah. I watched I watched an episode of, of the latest season of Doctor Who. Okay, latest season we have in America. However, that works. Um, they are the same. They are, are they? Are they, they are now on the same right now. Okay. Yeah. So I sat down and watched it, and I'm like, "Huh, that was pretty charming." Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll watch another. Oh. <laughs> I got I got time before I have to go to bed. I'll watch yeah. another, see if I like that too. Okay. So I watched that, and I like that too. And then the next night, mm-hmm. when I got home, I was like, hmm, let me see if there's anything on On Demand. And I pull up On Demand, and there's season seven or whatever it is of yes. Doctor Who. So I started watching it from the beginning. I watched Doctor Who until three in the morning. Uh, you know, they're all on Netflix, by the way. All of them, even yeah. the current in, the ones? entire run of the new from 2005 on, like the the current season as well. Uh, probably not the second half of this current season, okay. but probably everything up before. Yeah. So, I, I guess I like Doctor Who now. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this makes me. Welcome, brother. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'm ready to go that far because oh, I'm okay. not going to nope. buy a whole bunch of blue police box sure. shit and put it yeah, in my house. Sure. Yes, you are. Just wait. No. So you're like you're like a Trekkie not made the the, the change to Trekker. Is yeah. that what you're saying? You're just like, or, I like whichever. this, but don't put a title on me. Yeah. I don't know, because <laughs> I'm just... I like it, but I don't know if I'm... You're a doctor like, hipster? No. <laughs> no, because I didn't like it before it was oh, cool. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Because, I just don't know how, like, how deep I'm going to get into my okay. fanhood. You're watching these in some sort of weird order... Some well, people in the room have not seen all of the very new stuff yet, so I want you to give me a very basic plot summary of what you did see so I know where you are. Uh, I can tell you pretty easily. I watched, like, the seventh and eighth episode, I think it was. Or uh, of this current season? Of this current season. Did it start at Christmas time? No. Did it start with the doctor stalking a lady? 
Uh, <laughs> one of those did start with the that doctor like my stalking kind of show. the lady. Okay. The last, uh, the last episode that I watched, because I went back to On Demand and started watching them in order. Uh-huh. The last episode that I watched, I think, was the Asylum of the Daleks is the episode title. Okay. So you watched the first episode of this current season. Oh, I've seen that one. Yeah. That's when no, you saw Amy No, Pond. I've watched more than... No, I'm sorry. It wasn't the Asylum of the Daleks. Okay. It was the Space Dinosaurs. <laughs> that was the last Dinosaurs that was on the spaceship. Yeah. Yeah. Was, there, was, the was there a redhead involved as his companion? Yeah. He's always, then, there always is. Huh? If we're talking Matt Smith, he's always... Even yeah. the new one is Oh, there's still heads. Amy Pond still around? No, no, no. But the new companion is also a redhead, so it doesn't matter. She doesn't look very redhead to me. Nah, she's sort of redhead. Yeah, she's just not. red. Um... One of the things that I that I like about these yes. so far is that the plot is the 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 overarching story of the episode is written by a seven year old. Yeah. Like, OK, yeah. we're going to have dinosaurs in space <laughs> and then the doctor's going to make everything all right. Yeah. And then there's and a then lot of running and shouting and then everything works out OK at the end. Yeah. Well, then. In a, yeah. Yeah. And then an adult comes in and writes the dialogue and, and fleshes out the scenes. Right. You did catch the uh, sort of cameos in that episode, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Mitchell I, and Webb. Yeah. Wait, in which episode? In the dinosaur one. They were the robots. They were the robots. I did not catch yeah. that. Yeah. I did not catch that. That's brilliant, though. No, but I did catch, uh, what's his name? The He was in the Harry Potter movies. He's the guy with the crutches in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Okay, so the ones that you saw involved things getting uploaded? <laughs> Right, I did, right, I did right. see one of those. <laughs> I did see. I did see one of those. I okay. did see an upload episode. And then, did he talk to a planet? Sort of. <laughs> yeah, <all right>. yeah. <laughs> um, more like a sun. I, I, I'm being so vague. <laughs> yeah. That's, why the fuck? No, because he hasn't seen them yet. There was singing. I'd rather in a you sun. spoil it. They keep doing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually fun Seriously. for me. Okay. <laughs> there was singing and a sun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then you saw the the two newest episodes. You. Okay. Okay. I know where you are. Yeah. It's 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 fun and charming, and it's it's weird. I I felt like I think I felt like the Eccleston stuff was kind of like fun but they were going kind really of really cheesy and they were really going kind of grim like really cheesy but really serious at yeah. the same time and i felt like that didn't work too well and they're the problem with the eccleston season was that there was a very grim backstory to what was going on mixed with fart jokes yeah and it's like I, so oh i <laughs> also came, saw the gunslinger one okay that oh, came back with eccleston in 2005 right yeah how long had it been gone for uh it had been off the air technically for about 10 years if you don't count the Fox TV movie, but you have to because it's canon. It's made by canon? Sweet. I'll watch it. Yeah, was it gold. like... It went, off, it went off the air in the late 80s. And didn't they like box themselves into some kind of corner as far as like they said the doctor had a oh, certain they, number of regenerations when they could recast Technic- and then they hit that number and they're well, like, no, they're on that number right now. No, he's supposed to have 13. I thought it was 11. No, 13. Yeah? Okay. But they have also, they've, they've fixed that. Okay, but that it's was like not, their excuse for, "Hey, this is a different dude now." No, no, no. that's always made sense. That yeah. that makes sense. That that, that totally works. The in first the person who came up with that as a reason to get rid of the first actor who was trouble Jeez. and they had to get rid of him, fucking brilliant. I mean, like you want to talk that's about a great out? It is so. I mean, I really, whoever came up with that simple idea is a fucking genius. 
And it was probably just in a room full of 20 people smoking. Just like, ah, he's an alien. He just regenerates. Ah. But with a British ah. accent. <laughs> that was a great British accent. Thank you. So you want to talk about longevity of a show. That's, you know, hey, uh, this guy's not working out. Well, he'll just die and turn into someone else. That'll be great. Yeah, I, I, I love what they've done with the, the Matt Smith episodes just because it feels like they've gotten focused having sort of one sole creator involved now. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, but I still say the tone during the, the David Tennant ones was my favorite. Just the, the tone and the, the flow of those episodes. I, and just like his his like, I, I loved how like how manic he would play it. And then like when shit would get real, it was just like, oh, yeah, yeah super I, serious. That guy. was just like that was so great to me how he would flip that switch in that. It's just like how he's manic all the time. And Matt, like, that was something that I think that I was thinking that Matt Smith did really well, like well, playing Matt, just that kind of like aloof, eccentric weirdo. And then when shit got really serious, like in the Gunslinger episode, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. Fuck this guy means business. Okay. Well, this cool. this little mini season in particular has he has gotten I don't want to really say like Woody Allen-y, but he's gotten a lot of just sort of like ooh, you know, it's just like ooh, here's a fancy thing. Yeah, you know. It's like you've been depressed for a long time and I'm glad you're sort of over it, but now you're you're cartoony in a way. <laughs> it's it's a little strange. Was it voicemail slash email time? Okay. I think sure. so. Actually email time. Email. I, I think the only I think the only voicemail we got was like Yen's and he sent it at like two in the morning. Oh. And he sounded like he was half asleep. All all he really said was he was displeased with a lot of the suggestions we've been getting for anime. Oh, okay. Well, well at least two of them are locked in stone. Yeah. I think actually. Well, three. I think he meant like the actual anime type. Oh, stuff yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Like that we had been suggested. Oh, well, he I, was like, I told you, I told you if we didn't enter scroll, there would be a lynch. Yeah. 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 Th- and and no he way. wanted to second that. That okay. he was like, what the fuck people? Yeah, no. Because Jens is a huge fan of manga and anime. I so. was standing up. He sure. knows, yeah. he, knows, yeah. Yeah. he knows better than we, we do. have talked face to face. He knows my stance yeah, on anime. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Yeah. So don't I, worry. I know better than the step in that bear trap. Yeah, though. don't worry. But yeah, I think we've got three. Yeah, we do. Nailed down. So. And the good news is Coming they're up. all under 75 minutes. So get in and get the fuck out. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's and and a- animation movies usually have really long credits, too. So, And they yeah. never put a scene at the end because that costs money. Right. <laughs> so, all right. First one is from uh, Jay. Hi, Jay. It says, Bargain Bin is the title. It says, hey, Banffcast crew, Jay here, and I was out at a fries last night, and I saw the Bargain Bin picture below filled with dollar DVDs and $2 Blu-rays. My question is this, great bargain bin or greatest bargain bin? Crash and burn Jay out. And it is literally a picture of the I'll buy that for a dollar guy screaming. It says I'll buy that for a dollar. Wish I had that. Or two. Forward that to me real it. fast. Like to my personal email. So I'll put, oh. so I can put it up on the stream. <laughs> I will show it to you. All right. I will forward it and we'll put it on the live stream. Yeah. yeah I forget that that was, came in email form. I really need to got, get a copy of the uh, Danny Trejo gift that... Oh, yeah. Somebody did send us the disapproving Danny Trejo. Yeah. Put it on our Facebooks. I like it. All right. This one's from Adam. It says, hail Banffcast. Thank you. I just rode the subway with, i.e. next to, the Banffcast's own Neil Labute, director of The Wicker Man. What? And some other movies, but you know, come on. Yeah. I sadly neglected to go cage-tastic on him. How to get burned? How to get burned? <laughs> there were girls watching. I know, Banffcast. I failed you. Yes. I failed America. Hmm. If it makes up for all that, 
I see Colonel Quaritch from Avatar at the gym now and then. A friend in common quoted him describing the filming of the recent Conan movie as all blood and boobs. Mm. New Bamfcast motto. All Maybe. blood and boobs. We're in. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Movie anti-recommendation. Oh, 1980s Hangar 18. A tale <gasps> of astronauts, UFOs, Robert Vaughn, and who cares? It sucks. The only movie who, the only people who might enjoy it are very tolerant devotees of the late unlamented TV series In Search Of. Best, Adam. Hey, we've lamented the loss of In Search Of. No. Back, well, maybe we didn't make it on the episode, but we were talking about ghost shows in general, how they're ghost hunters, but they are never ghost finders. And we were <laughs> saying that at least In Search Of was had the balls to say, we're looking. We may <laughs> not find it. <laughs> <laughs> they're In Search Of. Yeah. Once they find, of. their title yeah. is no. Found. It doesn't yeah. work anymore. Yeah. But yeah, Hangar 18. That That is a weird-ass movie. <laughs> I have not seen that one. Chuck is just very silent. <laughs> I remember that song in Guitar Hero. <laughs> oh. I've seen Capricorn 1. I saw Hangar 18 a hundred times as a kid. I've made a video of it. I love that movie. Really? Yeah. I, I think it, it is a very low-budget movie, but it has a really sort of cool idea behind it, and it's mm-hmm. got fucking amazing cast in it of bad actors gary collins and robert yeah. vaughn and just everyone hamming it up and but it's still batshit crazy too there's some really fascinating stuff in that movie because basically like a ufo almost crashes into the space shuttle and then it crashes into texas and there's this big cover-up and everything but half the movie is darren mcgavin in this hangar hangar 18 and they're in, they're just investigating room by room of this ufo and like trying to decipher their language and figure out what's going on and everything and i think a lot of that is pretty fascinating it was to me as a kid so i guess it it carried through but whatever mm-hmm. one of the dudes in that movie was down at Meg- megacon i almost had him sign my dvd that's how much hangar i like hangar 18, 18 yeah. nice yeah whenever you're willing to make like the 20 dollar investment to get them to sign something yeah i just it was the dad from teen wolf and i was just like i don't really feel that strongly to give this dude 20 dollars just to sign my hangar 18 uh, DVD, he, so the dad from teen wolf might need the 20 dollars yeah so. i did sort of feel that way too. you could write it off on your taxes yeah, as a charitable yeah, donation yeah, <laughs> you should have done yes. that actually <laughs> gave 20 dollars to a homeless man <laughs> Nah, Dad from Teen Wolf, you're you're fine. You're, do, you're my, doing great. Yeah, fill it on my 1090. All, all those all those old TBS that out. all those old TBS showings of Teen Wolf. Yeah, yeah, he, you're making residual checks. I'm sure he gets like a six dollar check every I'm month sure. from them. Totally, he's good mm-hmm. every month. What about Teen Wolf Two? Did he show up on there? Yeah, he was in that. Yeah, too. So he, oh, he was. He, yeah, he. Hey, Jason Bateman, you're a Teen Wolf Two. Yeah. Oh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Teen Wolf also. All right. Yeah. Last one we got is from Derek, sent to the Facebook page, mm-hmm. where he said, uh, hey, Banffcast, this is Derek from Savannah, the guy that drunk called on the last episode. Oh, I, did the I would like to oh, apologize one. for that. Yeah. And you guys inspired me to go down to my local Goodwill and buy a VCR and some tapes. I'll run them off and get your opinion on my choices of it takes and see if I have any five jocks movies. Oh, dear God. Universal Soldier. Yes. Yes. Sure. Bloodsport. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Terminator 2. Fuck yes. Yes. Star yeah. Trek 4. Yeah. Die Hard. Uh, duh. Yes. Total Recall. Yes. Yes. Tango and Cash. Yes. Yes. God, he, the, he, he got an amazing haul. Lethal Weapon 1. Yeah. Yes. yes. Xanadu. Yes. Yes. Moonraker. Yes. Chuck says yes. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I say it's better than its reputation. First three, Indiana Jones. Of course, yes. Even though Chuck hates the second one. because I don't hate it. It's yes, you not do. Good. You internet hate it. 
<laughs> yeah, but he said, so yeah, you've, you had a really good haul there aside from a couple iffy ones, but no, you had a really all, good haul. Yeah. But that's they're on VHS. I bet right? you got that for like five bucks too. That's a, which God. one is it that we have two uh, copies of arena? I come in peace. Oh, we have two. Yeah. We have two. I come in peace. We should send him one just so he actually yeah. has a bona fide five. Yeah. Copies. I don't know. Well, we can send them both out here in a few weeks when the actual the Blu-ray, Blu-ray comes out. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's going to be nice. Yeah, he said, uh, I figured I have a four-month-old son and a five-year-old nephew, so I also grabbed Aladdin and Ghostbusters. Yes! More good movies. Okay, yeah. I thought that when my son and nephew ever experience those classic movies on VHS, they'll do it the way I had to. And I haven't seen most of the movies I bought. Wow, you missed out then. What the hell? So I'm excited to see what all the talk is about these classic masterpieces. Anyway, still a huge fan. Now my favorite podcast. Yes! Okay. Good job, Derek. But yeah, you I I did watch Ghostbusters. That's something I watched in the last week, but... What do we have to say? Yeah, You've seen it before, right? Yeah, I've okay. times. I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> but yeah, you got an amazing haul, dude. Like, you're going to be yeah. spoiled on movies after you get through all those because you're going to be like, everything else sucks now. <laughs> yeah, you will watch the epitome of good and then be like, wow, they don't make movies like this anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, like, just a real quick tip on the VHS thing. Like, unless you can't get it on DVD or Blu-ray. Yeah, don't bother. I mean, I mean you yeah. don't have to have it on VHS. A lot of times you can get a widescreen version on Blu-ray or DVD as opposed to yeah, a shitty version on we've VHS. We've talked about this before, though. There are people out there who just love it on VHS. I don't know if why. You, there is if something... you love it on VHS, fine. But, I mean, you don't have to is what I'm saying. No, I know. Yeah. I wonder, can you and still... there's no requirement to put your children through <laughs> fucked up <laughs> There tapes. is something about holding or... that tape. Oh, the tape. That oh, feels yeah. completely different. Can you still buy uh, tape rewinders? Because that, that's like the number one stores. I, I was saying that's like one of the number one things that killed VCRs. Just yeah. folks out there that are getting VCRs to yeah. just don't re- if you can avoid it, don't rewind tapes in your VCR. Yeah, right. and you Kill can them. find like a million tape rewinders yeah. at thrift stores. Yeah, just yeah, this is it. true. You can still get probably a new one at Walmart. They have a yeah. section of just ancient tech where it's just, like yeah, but it's all marked up to like a million dollars. Well, sure, I'm not saying it's cheap. I'm just saying you can get one. I mean, brand new like the. The VCR I, I have actually has a sensor, mm-hmm. so it will actually slow down the speed and not break tapes and yeah. do things like that. Yeah, they, so towards actually, the end, they yeah. actually got smart with that shit. Yeah, so it's actually got a light sensor. It's like, oh, I'm getting the end of the tape, and you can actually hear it slow down. Like, yeah. It's like, yeah. we don't want to snap the end off this thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just, I, the thing I always hated about VHS was pan and scan. Yeah, well, sure. Yeah, and, and that's that's why I say, you know, if you can get it on DVD, a good widescreen copy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, all there's those movies a certain on DVD fun to it, now. But then certain movies like Ghostbusters, uh, they actually, you know, after yeah, that- Roger Ebert died, which, man, that's a bummer. But the uh, somebody sent me a link to his video home buyers, like Christmas guide for 1989. And they're talking about Laserdiscs. <laughs> that was a sweet video. And how Laserdiscs, you know, are like the, the future of video and mm-hmm. like it's better than a VHS. And it's like the single best demonstration of why Pan and Scan sucked. Versus the real, a real, you know, widescreen print was Ghostbusters. And the scene where like the kind of the montage in the middle where they have like the, the magazine covers and the newspaper sliding off to the left and right. Yeah. And the pan and scan version is on the bottom of the screen and the full screen and the uh, widescreens on the top. And it was just destroyed. Mm -hmm. Like it was like the, you know, because you've got your magazine cover on one half of the frame and you've got all the action of them driving around and, oh, yeah. you know, shaking people's hands and all that on the other side. And the pan and scan is just like, it's either the whole thing and then they kind of slide over a little bit at the end of the scene to show like what they're doing or, you know, it was, it was just such a mess. And Die Hard is another one that is just, yeah. Yeah. Die Hard's like a revelation to go from a, you know, a pan and scan version of it to the real one 
and see just how much they jerk the camera around trying to get oh, yeah, the yeah, stuff yeah, that's supposed bad. to be in frame in frame. The one that um, always stuck with me was uh, one of my one of my film uh, professors <laughs> did this thing. I think he'd actually made this himself. Um, he was he did a, a, a comparison on the Wild Bunch mm-hmm. and uh, the pan and scan to the actual like you know letterbox version. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's the one scene where they're all walking down the, the down the street side by side by you know side, and like you know, obviously with the pan and scan, it's like it's all cropped in, and he hits the button and like it goes to the widescreen version. And he goes, "Oh look, Ernest Borgnine!" <laughs> and so every time, like I, I think about you know things I want you, I've never I had never seen on on you know widescreen and like mm-hmm. watching them, I just I was always that was in my head. Oh, Ernest Borgnine, Borgnine, because yeah. yeah, there was no Ernest Borgnine on the pan and scan Wild Bunch. I remember that in Star Wars. Like I had seen Star Wars on VHS so many times mm-hmm. that seeing it the first time getting a widescreen, you know, I, well, widescreen VHS. I did, VHS I did they that put with the special like editions. I never owned them. There was the special editions. The special editions bit didn't bother me in the theater because I was so stoked to see it in widescreen. Right. Yeah. That the changes didn't even enter well, into my head. I had the the whatever it was widescreen VHSs that came out in like ninety five in the silver box. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it was the one before that. It was the big, oh, the one with the faces black, on them. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that that was the one I had, and that, and watching those for the first time, I was like, it was, it felt like a different movie. Yep, it was crazy. Whole characters cut off. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, but still, VHS holding those tapes, there's something about it. Yeah, it's sure. like a book. Yeah, and sadly, it's starting to feel like that with DVDs and Blu-rays already. Yeah, I want it all digitally. Yeah, in ten years, we're just going to be like, why did we fill our walls with movies? Let's just fill already it. there. Let's they, just fill so, a hard drive. As soon as they get the quality, yeah. yeah. As soon as they get the quality, the same as Blu-ray. I'm, I'm on board. The only thing I don't like about streaming is the lack of features. Honestly, yeah. like that's why I loved DVDs because it was. Oh, like, I'm not even talking about yeah, streaming. Here's... I'm talking about like being able to buy something at a reasonable price, like you can MP3s and have, oh, yeah. them, have them cloud stored or whatever. You know, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't mind streaming and digital versions. I just wish they had the features that so many of the normal Blu-rays and DVDs did. You know, mm-hmm. that's why I went nuts over DVD because it was like, oh, you got director's commentaries and deleted scenes and all this stuff. And yeah, it's only 20 bucks. Yeah. You know, that blew my friggin' mind after trying to get laser discs that were like a hundred, hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> for a good set, you know? Yeah. How far we've come. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. oh, get off our movie lawns. Yeah. yeah. So contact information. BMFcast.com. Mm-hmm. BMF at BMFcast.com. YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter.com slash BMFcast. Mm. Find us on Stitcher. Search for us on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, review. Call the Garfield phone. The BMFcast hotline. 910-5-JOCKS-BMF. 910-556-9263. That is all. Fair enough. Do it or die. Oh, dear. Great. Oh. Let's escape, shall we? We shall. Okay. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach. And I'm Chuck. And this is BMFcast out. Oh.